0: Hey, welcome back. This is Eric Parmenter, and here we have another episode of Stop, 21 Stops to Reduce Stress and Enhance Joy. This is episode one, corresponding to chapter one, and this episode is about uh, stop eating too much. Do you ever have that issue where maybe you eat a little bit too much until you're a little bit too full? Well, I do, and I have learned some nice life hacks to help me uh, change my behavior and actually my lifestyle when it comes to eating. This is not about diet or nutrition, I'll leave that to the experts. This is really about habits and lifestyle and I hope you enjoy this episode. Chapter one, stop eating too much. I had a missed call. It's probably the all-you-can-eat buffet calling to say, come back, we know you can eat just a little bit more. Jared Kintz. This book is not a diet book. Far be it from me to add to the thousands of books written on diet and nutrition. Most of us know that we should eat fewer artery-clogging trans fats, sugar and processed foods, and eat more fresh fruits and vegetables. When it comes to eating, my message is simple. Stop eating too much by reducing portion size. Stop eating three big meals a day. Instead, eat several small meals or snacks throughout the day to regulate energy. Stop eating foods that drain energy like sugar and empty carbs. Eat a combination of healthy foods that give you energy and foods you really enjoy. Many of us grew up with parents who taught us to clean your plate. My grandparents, the late Leonard and Virginia Key, survived the Great Depression of the early 1930s and were keen to not waste anything of value, especially scarce food. My grandparents embraced Benjamin Franklin's admonition, waste not, want not. When that thought has been drilled into your head, pushing back from the table before your plate is empty may produce a twinge of guilt. Compounding the problem is that dinner plates in homes and restaurants have almost doubled in size along with portions. No wonder belonging to the Clean Plate Club now means that you're probably overeating. Consider some of the changes in food portions over the past 20 years. 20 years ago, a bagel used to be three inches in diameter and had about 140 calories. Now a bagel uh, that you buy at a store or restaurant is six inches in diameter with 350 calories. A cheeseburger used to be 333 calories. Now it's 590. Spaghetti with meatballs, one cup of sauce, uh, 500 calories. Three small meatballs. Now two cups of sauce, three large meatballs, and 1,000 calories. A six and a half ounce soda, 82 calories. Now we have 20-ounce sodas. You get the point. Do you often feel drowsy after a large meal and feel your energy sag? Do you seek comfort food or eat more than you should because you are enjoying the taste? When you eat too much food, you exact a toll on your body. Overeating stresses your system because it requires redirecting extra energy to the process of digestion. An overloaded system simply stores those extra calories as fat when the excess can't be eliminated properly. I like Harvard Medical School's recommendations on healthy eating, particularly as they relate to energy. According to Harvard, a balanced diet includes a variety of unrefined carbohydrates, proteins and beneficial fats with an emphasis on vegetables, whole grains and healthy oils taking a daily multivitamin helps you get the vitamins and minerals you need but taking extra amounts of individual nutrients won't give you more energy eat certain types of food in the right amounts to prevent fatigue different kinds of food are converted to energy at different rates candy gives you a quick lift but then the sugar rush causes your energy levels to crash whole grains and complex carbohydrates Balanced with proteins like raw nuts provide energy reserves throughout the day. Occasional treats are okay if you must indulge, but limit refined sugar as much as possible. Sugar's quick boost fades fast and leaves you craving another dose. Eat for energy. Stop consuming three large meals a day. For better energy and brain function, you need to eat small meals and snacks every few hours. This approach reduces your perception of fatigue because your brain, which has few energy reserves of its own, needs a steady supply of nutrients. Some people begin feeling sluggish after just a few hours without food, but it doesn't take much to feed your brain. A small piece of fruit like an apple with a tablespoon of almond butter or a handful of nuts suffices. The circadian rhythms of people who eat a lot at lunch typically show a more pronounced afternoon slump, research shows. The slump likely reflects the increase in blood sugar after eating, which is followed by a dip in energy. I love to eat. I'm particularly smitten with all the bad stuff. Steaks, I prefer a ribeye medium rare, loaded baked potato, butter, sour cream, cheddar cheese, bacon bits and chives. Thank you very much. I rarely pass up a piece of key lime pie and my wife Sherry makes an amazing red velvet cake, not to mention her famous coconut cake. I could go on and on, but I'm beginning to drool. But with the high cholesterol and weight gain, not to mention sluggishness, I have changed some of my eating patterns. Sherry is a good influence on me since she has maintained her high school weight through exercise and watching what she eats. At times, since our marriage, I've struggled, especially since I love food so much. Since we're both in our 50s, our metabolism has slowed down. We've learned that the key for us is eating healthy most of the time, limiting portion sizes and allowing ourselves an occasional indulgence. Dessert should be a treat, not a regular part of your meal, like it was uh, when we grew up. Normally, when Sherry and I are home, we enjoy a power shake in the morning with fresh fruit, yogurt, and natural protein powder. By mid-morning, our energy level dips, and we have a small snack. An apple with reduced-fat peanut butter is a favorite of mine. A salad or turkey sandwich on whole wheat bread makes a great lunch, followed by a 15- to 30-minute nap. By the way, when did Americans stop taking naps? My grandparents took a nap every day after lunch, and they accomplished more on their farm daily than most non-nappers. Naps are a lost art and an indulgent pleasure, not to mention a ritual that provides health benefits. By mid-afternoon, our energy dips again, and I might have some almonds or pecans, a healthy dinner with fish or chicken and veggies or just veggies, hits the spot with a small snack before bedtime to round out the day. I know that I would be better off not eating red meat. However, I do enjoy a good steak once in a while. We live in Nashville, Tennessee, which features some of the best meat and some of the best hot chicken you've ever tasted, none of which rate as healthy choices. In my opinion, occasionally indulging in your favorite foods even if they do not qualify as the healthiest, is perfectly okay, so long as it's done in moderation. The vegetarian or vegan lifestyle can be healthy, and I applaud those who adhere to it. It's not my particular cup of tea. By the way, a spot of tea is a great, relaxing, healthy drink, and green and white teas are packed with antioxidants. Green tea even boosts your metabolism. We often travel for my work, and I love to vacation in new places. One of my favorite avocations is eating at a popular local restaurant. We are foodies, but Sherry and I often share an entree, not only to save money, but also to help portion control. We prefer menu items where the ingredients are sourced from local farms and organic. We also ask if the fish is wild caught too, because farm fish has much less nutritional value. For example, recent studies show that tilapia, which is almost exclusively farmed, is often fed soy-based feed, which many people are supposed to limit in their diets due to soy raising estrogen toxicity in their systems. I'm a gadget guy. I use a digital scale. I have a digital blood pressure monitor that syncs activity with my sleep tracker and exercise tracker, which in turn... Uh, syncs with my smartphone. These apps provide great data and coaching tips. They also keep me honest and give me detailed information that I can share with my doctor if I choose. I enter my food intake into my nutrition tracker app, which can be annoying at times, but it only takes a few seconds and allows me to know empirically what I know intuitively, which is whether I am eating too much. Do I always stop eating too much? No, but at least I have a plan. And these gadgets help me manage weight and more importantly experience the joy that comes from delicious food and higher energy. A key discipline of eating for energy and portion control is eating mindfully. In our grab-and-go fast food society, too often we stuff food into our mouth, quickly chew, and swallow without thinking. We often eat mindlessly to pass time, grazing during sporting events, eating at our desk at work. Brian Wasink, PhD, has written a wonderful book called Mindless Eating, and he writes that studies show that the average person makes around 250 decisions about food every day, adding that after conducting hundreds of studies, I'm increasingly convinced that our stomach has only three settings— We either feel like we're starving, we feel like we're stuffed, or we feel like we can eat more. Most of the time, we're in the middle. We're neither hungry nor full, but if something is put in front of us, we'll eat it. Do you gobble your food? I certainly do, more than I would like to admit. Develop the discipline to take small bites, savor the flavor in your mouth, chew a few more times, and take a break before the next bite. Slowing down and enjoying your food has many benefits. One of those benefits can be existential, as wonderfully described by Khalil Gibran, author of the classic book, The Prophet. And when you crush an apple with your teeth, say to it in your heart, your seeds shall live in my body, and the buds of your tomorrow shall blossom in my heart, and the fragrance shall be my breath. And together we shall rejoice through all the seasons. Khalil Kabron, the prophet. Another benefit of slower, more mindful eating is that it helps with portion control. The faster you eat, generally, the more you eat. By eating slowly, you can make the dining experience last as long as the conversation with your dining companions. Your digestion improves when you eat more slowly, too. Food that is thoroughly chewed goes down easier with less risk of choking. Finally, eating mindfully allows us to take time to use our senses to take in the food's appearance, the nuances of the flavor, the different spices, the textures, and the smells. Mindful eating goes beyond the actual consumption of food. It includes the selection and preparation of food. When shopping in a grocery store, stop browsing the aisles in the middle of the store. That's where the processed foods in boxes, cans, jars, and bags tend to be stocked. Instead, make a habit of concentrating solely on the perimeter of the store where you'll find fresh produce and natural and organic foods. An even better bet, spend some time on the weekend at your local farmer's market where you can get fresh local foods in season. You'll be supporting small local businesses and helping the environment while helping yourself to better health. Tip, get there early because savvy regulars know who has the best offerings and farmers produce can sell fast. When you prepare meals at home, you know exactly what ingredients are in the food. You can avoid chemical laden processed foods and produce doused in pesticides. You are in control. Preparing food can be entertaining and relaxing at the same time. Sherry and I love working in the kitchen together while talking with friends and loved ones and sipping a glass of wine. Taking part in every step of the process provides a fun way to bond and sparks great conversation. Once the meal is served, a feeling of accomplishment accompanies the dining experience because you had a hand in making it happen. Eating mindfully Eating smaller meals and snacks throughout the day and eating healthy, natural foods for energy have all been scientifically proven to lower bad stress and enhance our joy by boosting energy. When you stop eating too much, you gain a happier, healthier you. Here are some questions for reflection on chapter one. Do you eat three meals a day or several small ones? Do you use small plates when serving meals at home? Do you split meals with your spouse or a friend?